There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clint. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then loop up. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic your mouth. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. Hello folks, this is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Adam. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. Yes. As you might hear, we are in a different location. Yes, we are. We are on the road. We are podcasting from the road. Well, not exactly the road. No, because if we were road, we might be a snake <laughs> and get run over, and that wouldn't change our <laughs> evolutionary development. Anyway, not important, different conversation. Uh-huh. We have special guests with us. We do. We have Rocket and Naughty. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> like deer in the headlights. Hello. <laughs> uh, in the headlights. Yes. Yeah, we're uh, over in Western Australia for a long weekend, and uh, Naughty and Rocket have joined us, and so, yeah, we decided to have them come on and chat with you guys. Yeah, because, um, so, little background, the first time that you guys kind of jumped out at what we knew who you were uh, was through Twitter um, and your Twitter account, and it was, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, oh my God, look at these pictures. Mm-hmm. Hot! <laughs> And uh, that don't was, roll your eyes. That was me. naughty threesome. That yeah. was before there was the split. Yeah, yeah. The, but and then and then of course when when you got your own when Rocket got her own Twitter account, I was like, oh no, trouble in paradise. No, no trouble. Just a bit of differentiation. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, he he still per he still posts pictures that we can perv on. He does. That's that's hard mm-hmm. to say. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And look, I'm a few cocktails in. It's going to be great. Uh, what are we talking about tonight? So do we want to like, get a history from them? Yeah, let's get wanna... a little bit of history. Yeah, so tell okay. us, tell us your, your swing... Swing history? Yes, yes. Well... <laughs> do we need to settle back for this one? Right. Yeah, probably. So we have uh, been playing around for an awfully long time with other people but very intermittently, so... Very infrequently. Yeah. But it probably started off through posting photos and talking about fantasies and and different options for posting photos and stuff. And the subject of adding another man into the mix in terms of another prop in the photo almost um, came up. So... You got me when I was vulnerable. You wait till you're mid-coitus and uh, suggestible to suggest <laughs> another man. You know, I, see, that doesn't really work, though, because I keep asking for a new TV, and she's like, no. <laughs> no. no. You've got to find something that also suits the style that they're looking for, uh, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. 
How about a new TV with porn? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so how long, how, like, what time frame are we looking at? Over 10 years, uh, but pretty hit and miss inactive and hit and miss in finding the right person to join us. That's always the... Yeah. yeah it's Especially like, with single males. It's incredibly hard. Like, yeah. you just think they're everywhere and they are everywhere, but the good ones are very hard to sift out. So that's been an awfully long process to find a few that we've gone, oh, I know, that's worked. And largely it's down to them getting a relationship, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, you know, they might be the best person in bed, but if they don't work they out how the relationship works and how to react with either of us, then someone's going to be uncomfortable and it's not going to work. So, mm. Or if they can't string two words together. We've, yeah. we've, seen, we've experienced that as well. It's yeah. like they come over and they sit down and they're like, um, when, when are we going to fuck? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I think like we would probably classify ourselves as very much socio-sexual type people. It's ninety percent of it is about the build-up and the and the getting the mood in the right place. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get that right. Yeah, primarily we like people. So if we like we like to hang around with different people, meet different people. If we end up in the bedroom, well, then that's great. But it's not primary objective I wouldn't say anymore might be yours it's not mine um no you're probably right I think it's funny because if you're on a you know dating site or whatever that's your primary objective is to take someone to bed rather than socialize with them but it becomes an important element in the mix I think well I know when we came over you know first got together with you guys this weekend it was um it was it was definitely a primary objective, for, <laughs> for, I think, for both yeah. of us um, was to end up in the bedroom, yeah. um, and we did, uh-huh. it, you know. But it's uh, after uh, Passion in Paradise, yeah. which was where we actually first met you face to face. That was amazing. Which was, was amazing. amazing. Go back and listen to that one if you haven't. Yes, for reals. Uh, and it was just such a. You guys were like you said. You guys were easy to get along with. You were, you know, interesting. You were attractive. Like it's, it's like, oh, sweet, we've hit the mother load. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was definitely on. Funny, that's what we thought. <laughs> yeah, it very much was. It was Match just made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or hell. No, I'm kidding. Wow. Um, I know, I know. It's you know. <laughs> Don't go there. Okay. Um, so we were talking a couple nights ago now about something that we wanted to talk about on the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we were, I don't know how we got on the subject, but we got on the subject of vanity. And the question came up, uh, what percentage vain do you think you are and what percentage would you want to be? And then we started to get into some discussions after the numbers came out, but then we thought we would hold off and, and share with everybody else. So let's go around each of us and tell our numbers and then we can see where we go from there. So Rocket, what about you? I would like to be under 50%, but I think that I'm probably more like 70%. And I would like to get down to somewhere as low as 20%, but you know, I suspect I'm probably more around 60 or something like that. But since we had our discussion, I've rethought some things, but maybe right. we'll cover that in a little while. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so I would, 
again, like to be, I would say around 40%, but I would put myself around 65, 70%. And I don't remember what I said the other night, so I'm just going to be honest and come yeah. up with tonight. I feel like where I would like to be is probably around the 55 to 60%, but I feel like I'm probably near the 90, 85 to 90%. I'm right. fucking vain. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that song is about me. It probably is, yes. That's Every time I hear a it. broad range of figures yeah. to discuss. Yeah. So well, what Margaret, changed for you? What have, what have you been thinking about over the past couple of days? Um, so, my initial sort of 20% is based on really, you have to have some level of vanity to make sure that you stay in the right mode to be attractive to other people. I think that's important, and you, and you do want to impress other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's you know, part of the whole thing, um, whether it's intellectual or physical or you know, just by being well-groomed or well-spoken, whatever it may be. You've got to have that in there, otherwise why would people bother with you? But uh, the 60% side of things uh, I think I am relatively good at just going oh whatever I don't care you know if you don't you're not interested that's fine I can I can live with that but there's a whole element of where you have a very attractive woman and you think like they're hot and you think wow you know I'd really like to take this a bit further but maybe I haven't got what it takes to do that. And I think it's, it's almost, it's, maybe it's not the vanity, maybe it's the flip side of vanity, it's the insecurity side of things. I'm not too sure how it, how it fits into it, but it is in that I need to be vain enough to think that I'm good enough, yeah. that it will all work, and primarily that's been your fault Mrs Adam I'm rethinking this because it's that whole (laughs) this is like a seriously hot woman and how can I deal with that you know the the attraction the the dynamics that happen all that sort of stuff and just be me Mm -hmm. and so we've also got another friend who I've you know who is um, stunningly attractive as well and occasionally and it's only occasionally I just find myself tongue-tied around it and just going, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> this is a person you know really well and, and you get on really well with and everything and then all of a sudden you're going blah, blah, blah. So I, I would like to think 60-20, but it's probably outside those range, I think. I'm going to argue and say that what you're describing is not vanity, it's confidence. You are probably right, so and the, that's what I, I'm trying to work out is for that me, mix. When we, and I guess we should have defined it early on. For me, vanity is... Um, well, I think for everyone it can be slightly different. Sure, too, of course. But for, for, for what this you, realm, okay. uh, at this table tonight, the way I see vanity, and everybody can pipe in, is like, I won't leave the house in sweatpants. I don't want, I, I mean, when I was younger, I wouldn't leave the house at, like, even to pick up something. Um, to go buy milk. Yeah, at all. In, in like, sweatpants or, or, or pajamas or, or whatever. Um, I was, for the longest time, I wouldn't leave the house in thongs or flip-flops. 
Um, ooh, I hear music. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's stuff like that. That's what I see as vanity. It's like, I would never leave the house. I would never, once I put a hat on, I would never take that hat off until I could, I knew I could, you know, brush my hair and shower. Hat here. Yeah, exactly. That was, that's what I see as vanity. It's like, and now I look at it like, you know, I, I um, trim my eyebrows once a week. I, um, I shave my, my junk, you know, at least twice a week. It's stuff like that. Yeah. And I think as well, you know, it, it is hard to find that balance where you're comfortable and happy with yourself, but you're also making an effort to put your best foot forward. Because you do want to look as good as you can. For me, I feel better when I am, when I, when I feel like I look better, I feel better and more yeah. confident. And I just, Definitely. I'm happier with myself. Um, and, and I think it is, it is hard to sometimes find that balance where I can be comfortable in whatever I'm doing and, and going out, like if I'm going out to the, the store or whatever, being comfortable, but at the same time putting my best foot forward and being, you know, the best that I can be without, of course, going over the top because you're not going to go to the grocery store and your Sunday best kind of thing. Oh, strictly um, tuxedo. <laughs> but it can be hard to find that balance. And, and I know, so part of the reason that I put mine higher is because I would typically, I don't go out of the house without at least putting on a little bit of makeup, even if it's just powder or blush or something. Like, it's always something. But I've been trying to get better about that in circumstances where I don't necessarily need to. Um, because if it doesn't matter, then it doesn't matter. But it is, it is tricky to find that balance where you're comfortable, but you still are confident and feel good for whatever the situation is. But it's also not always expected. So that's, I guess, part of reading the situation as well. Yeah, and sometimes when it is expected, tough. Like there's times, situations you might be in where it's expected and, well, that's not what I want to do. So, you know, take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it is interesting because for me, like, I know I'm vain and I see vanity as, as a bad thing, generally. Um, We're told it's a bad thing. Yes. Uh, so, oh, so, oh, so is it? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Right, right, but... You know, I see vanity also um, narcissus as he stares at himself in the pool. It's because he's so vain. He's so beautiful. He can't take his eyes off of himself. Um, that's, so is vanity, then the next question, is vanity, uh, is it a bad thing? I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I think that there's some level that is necessary to... Again, to put your best foot forward, to present yourself in a way that is pleasing to other people, especially in the swinger community and, and lifestyle, you want to be attractive to other people and you want them to you know, come and approach you, you want to talk to them, you want them to be interested in you, you need to look at least reasonably decent for that. Um, now that will take different forms and shapes for everyone and what that means. But you need to make some form of an effort. You know, you can't just... And, and I would say that it's that way as well in work settings and family settings. You don't want to go, you know, days without showering. And like you said, wear your, like, five-day-old clothes out, you, you know, that you've been wearing for five days. It's just, you know, you do need to make some form of effort. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think it is presenting yourself in an attractive way. And, and that doesn't, again, that mean that you have to spend two hours prepping before you go out. It just means... You know, are you clean? You know, have you 
I'm not going to say brush your hair because admittedly some days I just don't do that. I just <laughs> go out of the shower and go. But, you know, are you clean? Are you presentable? That kind of thing. And but are you putting personal grooming and personal presentation in the same boat as vanity? Do you think there are, oh. is there, there's crossover yeah. because whether you'll get up in the morning and go out without putting on a full face of makeup sort of probably crosses over into the vanity thing. Mm-hmm. But... If someone's prepared to just be their fresh-faced self, jumped out of the shower, throw on a sundress, go to the swingers club, is that does that mean that their level of personal presentation is an unacceptably low? Or I wouldn't think so. Um, so I see where you're going with that. <laughs> but at the same time, you you're at least clean and presentable, and if you look good and you feel good, and it shows in your attitude, then that makes a huge difference. But then again, you're crossing over into I confidence. Know, that's exactly, yeah. that's why I'm getting confused. Yeah, between it's, the two. it's really yeah. tough. And I, Can you separate it all or is it all intertwined? Yeah, and that's, I think that's a wonderful question. Um, and also with confidence. Yeah. Some of the people you might look at in the morning who get themselves out of bed, get dressed, get ready for their day, but look like a slob all day, maybe that's a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I just, I just, thank you, Google Box. I defined vanity. So vanity has two leading definitions. The first is excessive pride in or admiration of one's own appearance or achievements. The other is the quality of being worthless or futile, the vanity of human wishes. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wanting yeah. something in vain. Well, that's an, yeah. yeah, wanting something in vain. It took me a well, way too long to vacation break. So, but the first definition is, is excessive what, yeah, pride. Excessive pride in or, or admiration. admiration of one's own yeah. appearance. So, I, so if, if like the us, beginning of your podcast yeah. said something like, I checked myself out, <laughs> then that may be considered vanity. <laughs> Look, that guy was hot. <laughs> I didn't know he was a mirror, okay? <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, once again, Narcissus falling into the pool. Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so I don't think any of us have the an goat. excessive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tend to agree. But obsessive is subjective too. Fair enough. Uh, yes. Because, you know, you meet people who you would just... People who might be... Um, think that they need to have cosmetic surgery and who mm-hmm. might... Um, and I'm not talking about boob jobs and things. That, that's something that's available, so great. But what about people who have so many procedures that... They... Like the human Kindalga? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, who makes the decision that that's a excessive? I suspect a, a psych of some sort, whichever sort, could make that decision. They would say that that has led to detriment in your life, not to the opportunity to look good in the right setting because you're vain enough to make the choice that, well, I'm only going to Bunnings, so, like, I can chuck on Mm -hmm. dagger gear or I'm going to the swingers club, so let's step it up a bit sort of thing. So that... But if it took me three hours to get ready, if I had to start getting ready at at 6 o'clock so that we could get to a swingers club by 9 o'clock, you would think that was excessive. Yes, you're right. Yeah. And I agree with that. You know, ultimately, I think it's one of those things that it is sort of kind of uh, 
look, this is a, it's a balancing act and mm -hmm. you've, you've got your, we all have, we're a bit vain because I think that is, I think it's sort of part of the lifestyle is we want to make ourselves a bit better. Um, I, also it's think it's just, I also think it's just a part of life in general. And maybe oh, humans, yeah. humans in general, yeah. Because, yeah. 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 you know, I always joke about, uh, we, we often have a conversation about push-up bras. Mm -hmm. um, and she was always like, but it's, it's not real. It just lifts them up and pushes them in your face. It's not real. I'm like, no, that's product placement. You, know, yes. you put the products that you want people to, to go for in their face. Mm -hmm. um, and, and want... there weren't push-up bras when I was a teenager and I grew up thinking I didn't have enough boobs and, you know, that maybe if I wasn't so terrified of the idea, I would have a boob job. Mm. Uh, that seems like crazy wow. talk. You yeah. have, you But have... I wear a push-up bra now. I mean, I've got, a, I've got more boobs now than I had before I had children, but I love the push-up bra because yeah. I love being able to get dressed and go, there they are. They See put my the girls image. in nice places. Yeah, they do. I'm voting for it. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, that's that's gonna be our our that's what our running plan. Uh -huh. Push up bras for you know for anyone everyone? who wants them. Yeah. No, just for people who want them. <laughs> Push up bras people. for everyone. Yeah. Um, wow, we uh, right. we we dug through well, the we vanity. Killed, we equipment. killed that one with the whole excessive thing. I know, right? Damn you, Google box. <laughs> um, okay, so we we actually went through that topic much faster than we thought we would. Um, we you know maybe we're just Maybe we're that profound or that shallow. Either way. Um, <laughs> so another thing we wanted to talk with you guys about is you live in a remote-ish area, a smallish town. Um, and we've had uh, people talk to us uh, from the States especially about how do you deal with you know, the, the swinger lifestyle in, in, a, in remote areas where you might be either afraid that you'll run into somebody you know or you don't really want to drive four hours to go to a club or... Yeah, because you guys are, are a bit further away from a swingers club. You know, we're in Sydney where we've got a few and in, um, in the States there are some, particularly in some of the bigger cities, but I know a lot of our listeners are in smaller areas where there aren't swingers clubs and so it becomes a lot harder to meet people, find people, kind of navigate all of it. Do you want to talk about that a little bit and give well, us your perspective? We're in the fairly fortunate position that we can just go to Perth for mm -hmm. a um, dirty weekend. We can just decide that's what we're doing. Um, we, our kids are older. We don't have to worry about them being looked after, all of that sort of thing. We don't. We choose not to play in our hometown. We could. There's plenty of opportunities around but we don't want to meet somebody and go oh no you're not our cup of tea and then see them at Sunday morning at Bunnings because that would happen <laughs> um, and we just don't want it, it to be out there that you know yeah. that's what you want a little bit of separation yeah yeah um, so we're lucky enough that we can just go and and take a weekend away but but having said that the lead the lead up and the organization required is sometimes just too much and I just just go oh, no, I can't be bothered let's just hang out with our friends that we already know mm -hmm. um, that's think... what's kept it really intermittent for us yeah. and really sort of strung things it's what makes us still feel like newbies 10 years down the track I think and it, and it has evolved things like having kick available you don't have mm -hmm. to give out a phone number yeah. or any of that sort of stuff the sheer terror in the early days of, do we give them a phone number? How it's a work we, phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and 
And so then they're running late or we're running late. How do we, you know, communicating through a website, a hookup website, incredibly <laughs> fraught with ideal. danger, yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So those technologies have made a huge difference. Yeah. But it's a, it is a significant time investment and you have to make the decision at some point between you, is this worth the investment in our time? Are we going to continue with this or are we just going to knock it off for however long it takes and then um, just get back into it at some point when we're looking for it a bit more or time's a bit freer or whatever, or finances. So when you go into the city for, say, a dirty weekend or whatever, do you typically meet up with people that you've met online? Do you coordinate some kind of a meetup there? Um, do you know, getting people from different, either that location or different areas or whatever to come meet you? Or do you go to the swingers club or a little bit of both? We what would do you... more often line up somebody to meet okay. online. Um, although having said that, just of recent times I've been kind of going, oh, why don't we just go to a club? Because it can be really difficult. We were just about ready to throw in the towel, to be honest. And then we had a weekend where we lined up. We just went, all right, let's just do it. Let's just see what happens. We lined up three or four different meets. We met all the people. It's a we busy had weekend. Fun. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and it was, and that was the weekend we met our manicorn. Oh. So that made it all worthwhile for all, for all, well almost a year actually. Um, he's gone and tied himself up with another um, lady. So we know that feeling. Yes. <laughs> and he was traveling. I mean, we're happy for him, him, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and that's great. Uh, look, in the end. We've made a great friendship yeah. there, and that's fantastic. He was travelling significant different distances as well, so it wasn't just us that were travelling a you know a reasonable way. So it took a lot of coordination, but the but the incentive was incentive right for us all to get there. to the right yeah, place. Yeah, most the right definitely, time. nothing like, worthwhile is easy. No, no, and he had his shit together. He knew what he was doing and made that uh, linkage between the two of us. He understood that. And worked on that well. So if there were guys out there listening now that were going like, I want to hook up with a couple, and they were single guys, I'd say, you need to work on that bit about how the couple work together and how you fit into that Mm -hmm. thing. And he did that. So um, that certainly has made that more interesting. But I think since he sort of said, oh, sorry, I've got to be off the scene that's probably put a dip in things again because it's a lot of work again and it's just a, oh, what's the odds? I mean, you know, 10 years of searching to find three or four outstanding ones with the manicorn being the most recent and most outstanding, that's a lot of effort and a lot of work, a lot of fun in between, Mm -hmm. a lot of communication between the two of us and a lot of learning between the two of us in that process, but it's a lot of work. And we're, we're good together. So once you sort of work out that oh, this is really hard work, then you just think, well, I've got something good anyway, so maybe I'll just take him home and take him to bed. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. So uh, elaborate a little bit more on... You had said the, the, the single fella needs to work out how your relationship is. Um, elaborate a little more on that. So what in the past have people done that didn't get it, and what made this guy different? I think...
think he was just a consummate salesman. Like if you, wingman, he was a good wingman. Yeah, if you ever wanted the guy that could push your brand forward, uh, could work out that what needs to be said here is this, and what needs to be said here is is that. He he was that, and but he also probably cared. I you know. There was that care so it was, factor. It was in genuine. Yeah, yeah. So um, sometimes you go, nice line, dude. Like, I reckon that's <laughs> just a line, dude, but it's a good line to use and it works, so we'll just go with it. But that was underlying, underlying that was the care uh, for both of us, I suspect, to some degree, and for himself. Um, and, you know, he's not interested in me and... I'm not certainly not interested in him, but, um, you know, the care, the thinking about how a relationship works and what do I need to do to just grease the wheels? Like, it doesn't take a lot of brains to work out that if you're going to piss one side or the other off, it's not going to work. Yeah. And it sometimes surprises me that the guys that, well, sometimes it doesn't. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Other times I just go, no, they're, <laughs> they're all dicks. But, you know, it's that just you sit know back. You you're one and, of the guys, right? Yeah, I know. And that's I mean, that's You're not a single really, guy, but you're yeah, a guy. <laughs> it gives me the irrits when I have to look at myself and go, oh, I'm one of them, yeah. And I probably do some of those things. Yeah. And just... You do have to reflect back on that stuff a bit, I think, and and look at how the good people do the business and go, it is about having a level of care for both parties that are in this relationship and understanding that you will lose if either of them go, yeah, yeah no, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need, are the loser. Exactly. You need two votes of yes rather than one vote. And that's something that I've always thought is, is tough because in a situation, like you said, with a couple and a single guy, yeah. it's not like dating a single person. You only need a single vote to, to make it to the next round. In this case, you need two. Yep. And it's, yep. that's a lot of... And it, it can be hard to work out those dynamics yeah. and, and like to figure out what each person needs and make each person happy or at least appease. And, and just, yeah, to, that's got to be so difficult. <laughs> and spending the time on communication pre through something like kick can absolutely make that difference because you can suss out like is this a cook relationship am I in a relationship where yeah. I have to be mm-hmm. the bull and dominate both of them or is this a relationship where they're just going nah 
that's not happening yeah. and I've just totally cocked up the process so spending the time in that area it gives you the understanding that you need to move on and get in the right place I think and he, you know, this this particular guy's intelligent and funny, could hold a conversation via kick, could was prepared to put the effort in to have a conversation. And you know, you often see people saying, Oh, we don't want endless we don't want endless messaging chats. Right. Well, neither do we. But to be honest, and one of the things that I have actually started saying up front to people when I'm talking to them is we like to have a bit of a chat via kick because it's a good way to weed out the dickheads. Yeah. And and sometimes that's enough to weed them out, they just go on oh, I'm not doing that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And we've had a few recently that yeah. will have a few back and forths via RHP Messenger and then we'll move it to Kick and immediately and they at least they claim they're women. I can assume that they're women. Um they immediately start sending pictures and videos. And I'm like, we're not going to do that. And they're like, do you have pictures? Yes, but, and they're all on RHP. We've unlocked them for you. You may see them there. I'm not going to send you... And it's clear all they want are pictures All they want videos. is pics and videos. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, look, we want... This isn't just about sex. And we've often said that. If it was just about sex, it'd be simple. Like, the number of people out there who are willing to have sex with you is immense yeah and that's what makes it difficult for us yeah is that so i don't want buyer's remorse i don't yes. want yeah yeah i don't want to be going oh god let's just get this over with so that this person will go because i don't want to extricate myself from the situation in another way yeah. um and and that means well i think the term you used angelo is repeat customers you know you want yeah. someone who yeah. you are prepared to meet again and go out for dinner and have a nice evening and mm-hmm. just have fun with and that means you can get past when the performance issues pop up because you just don't know when they will and they do um, and you can have a conversation if something's going on with your body that's mm-hmm. different that you weren't expecting or whatever you can have those conversations especially if you hit a, a sex position maybe that something goes awkward and you're like oh that doesn't feel exactly right let's move but it, it, as long as you have that good communication and are comfortable enough with them then you can say something like that so that when you move suddenly to a different position they're not like oh wait what yeah. and yeah yeah we've had things with with um this particular successful relationships like bleeding when you weren't expecting to be or broken condom or whatever and you can have a conversation about it and not be going oh fuck how are we going to deal with this you know it's mm. yeah and that's important and that's why the hit and run's not my thing i don't i don't want to just yeah pick someone up in a club and then that's it and let's go it just doesn't work for me i just i don't yeah So I think it's interesting when you talked about people who don't want excessive conversations before meeting. Um, So we like to use Kik as well. Again, like you said, Naughty, is that the, you know, we don't have to give out phone numbers and that kind of thing. It's, and you can also, group chats are very easy, especially if people have different platforms, you know, Android, iPhone, whatever, it's it's just simple. And And everybody is at least part of it then, whether they're actively taking part in, in, saying things or if they're just sitting back and reading and maybe their partner is and that's okay because especially during work days and things like that completely understandable but I know for us we like to have a little bit of that conversation that back and forth before meeting somebody in person again just to kind of weed out is it really worth our time to make the effort to to 
you know, get dressed up and go into the city and meet them or whatever the case may be. Um, but at the same time, it I guess it depends on your definition of excessive as well. And we've had people that have dropped off because we've tried to meet up and, and schedules happen to loud or, you know, we just, especially if you live further away, it can yeah. make it really difficult. Um, but you try to meet up and you just can't get to it for, say, a few weeks, maybe a month, maybe even longer in some cases. And some people just drop off because if, if you don't meet them within a week or so, then they're like, okay, I'm done. And I don't know. It's I, I understand that from their perspective is that they want something either yes or no and then can move on. But at the same time, you have to understand that we all have lives. And when you're trying to get three or four people together, that can get very difficult, especially when you're looking at, at distance issues and whatever is going on in people's lives. If they have kids, that can make a huge difference as well. It's part of the weeding out process though, isn't it? Yeah. If someone yes. says to you, oh, it's been a week and we haven't been able to align a date and I'm out. Yep. Okay. See ya. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, good luck in the future. Yeah. You know, yeah. I hope, I hope all the best for you. Um, yeah. Because we've had that again recently. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Because we're pretty it, busy. It's also important to set your expectations early and tell people this is the situation we're in. You know, it's it's not going to be easy, and we're going to expect this, this, and this, and we will provide this, this, and this yeah. in return. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's fine. You know, we can cut our losses right now or yeah. at any time in the future, but just understand this is where things are at. And if you do that, it helps people get into the right mode, I think, and understand, well, you know, as part of this process, I've got to put in some effort. Is that what I want to do? No, I'll just drift off, ghost, disappear, whatever. That's fine. Or just say, no, nah, it's not for me. That's that's even better. That's the right yeah. way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, if they disappear, who cares? You know, sometimes we've messaged guys a couple of times and gone, what about it? We're up this weekend or, you know, in the next couple of weeks, are you interested? They haven't responded. You sort of go, well, that sucks a bit, you know. Yeah. That's, you know, it's that bit of that vanity confidence stuff, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, all that sort of stuff. But in the end, you sort of just go, yeah, no, you're lost, dude. Like, if they're not going to put the effort in. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I know my wife is hot and... When I see her in action, I'm just standing back going, holy crap. And you've missed out on that. You could have yeah. had it. Just needed to stick in there a bit longer and do a bit more effort. And we do tell them up front that we're remote. And so it might take us a couple of months before we can align something that works with you. And if that doesn't, if that's not what you're into, that's fine. But just so you know. I think it's good that you're, you're upfront and honest yeah. about that because it does set that expectation. And again, having that open communication, like we always say in the lifestyle, is... is really critical and especially you know when you're trying to just even start any kind of a relationship I think it's really good that you that you do that and you make that known from the beginning and even down to your chat style even down to saying to people look it's not this doesn't rule our lives we have families we have things going on so we might drop off a conversation you might message us and you might not hear from us for a few hours it's not because we don't care that you've messaged or that we're ignoring you. It's just that or we didn't think that message was. Or hard. we didn't think it mattered yeah. or whatever. We're just busy, and yeah. we'll get back to it. And we will. And if you do the same to us, we will assume you've got a life, yeah. and yeah. that yeah. that you'll get back to it when you can. And that helps sometimes because people aren't looking at your message, going, "Oh, well, I can see that they've seen the message, but they haven't replied because <laughs> they just know." Yeah. That. yeah, I hate that because I and I'm I'm going to say guilty of this one is that I'll often 
read the message, especially if I'm at work, I'll read it and think, ooh, I'll come back I'll and reply to that, to that later. later. And yeah. then I might completely forget until later that night or even the next morning or something. I'm like, I meant to get back and reply to that one. So it may be a while. And it's not that it didn't matter or I didn't, like I said, it didn't like it or whatever. It's just that I honestly could not respond at that moment. And then maybe forgot that I needed to because I it was then marked red instead of unread on my phone. And if we could all assume that everyone else was a decent human being and that's just the case, they just have yeah. lives and they'll get back to it and, and it's okay and nobody has to get outraged about anything, then that stuff would work. Mm-hmm. But A, we can't assume that because, well, some people can't assume that. I try to assume <laughs> that. But B, we're not all decent human beings and there's plenty of dickheads right. out there. Yeah. And having said that, we would be as guilty as anyone of having a thousand messages on RHP or wherever yeah. and going, oh, get back to that. And then a month yeah. later going, oh, or two months later even sometimes scrolling through and deleting things or whatever and then going, holy crap, like Whoops. they're really yeah. hot and they sent a great message yeah. and yeah. at least the effort needed to be appreciated and we haven't done it, damn it. And off quite often just sent a sorry you know, dropped off the end. That was Felt fantastic price. message. Yeah. Thanks yeah. very much. Might be interested, might not be interested, but... I've got a, a template set basically that says that, and I can go and change a couple of keywords. It's like a Mad Lib response to <laughs> messages. Like their name and sex. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it's, but you're right. It's, it's, we are, and we were all guilty of that. Um, it does get hard to keep up with it all, though. And it's it's tough, too, when you... It's even worse, and I've done this before, when you message somebody and you don't realize that they had already messaged you, and then you look at their... You send the message as an opening message when, you know, three months ago they sent you an opening message and you just sort of missed it. And Since then you... received? Yeah. yeah shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm a bad person. Um, yeah. So... Anyway. No one has perfect memory and we're all busy. In the end, yeah. that's what people need to understand. Yeah. And we've had lots of people who they sort of say, oh, yeah, we've chatted before and I've gone, nudge, nudge. You know, do you? Do you remember that? And there's been a blank stare from both of us and we've just gone, oh, so tell us again. You just have yeah. to do it. It's just yeah. a fact of life. There, You know, the number of messages, the number of flirts, the number of whatevers you get from any particular um, forum that you're using are just immense. Yeah. And um, everybody would be in the same boat. It's just that we're all so um, fragile. Our egos are, are so fragile. Yeah. And I imagine because you guys look more for the single men, right? More mm-hmm. than couples. So I imagine that would be even more difficult to... I mean, I guess it would be... It'd be hard for you to know, but I would be interested. I would expect that you get a lot more of those messages and flirts and opening things from single guys than if you were looking for a couple. Because my guess is if you're looking for couples and you have more criteria around it, that that would immediately narrow things down a little bit more anyway. Yeah, there'd be a lot more single guys than couples. We do get the odd message from couples. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't, we, on our profile, we haven't ruled out couples. We've just said, you know, our concentration probably is more on... Single guy, well, single guys, yeah, but it's we're evolving. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She she says with a surreptitious glance towards you. <laughs> with wicked grins yes. all around the table. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so you know, being remote, I know you guys went to passion. You've gone to desire. Is that sort of one of those things that you're like, let's just focus on our holidays, and when we do a holiday, we'll make it a sexy holiday. 
It is for you more so, isn't it? Like, like I will say this holiday is going to be a sexy holiday. And then all this other stuff like museums and things <laughs> I'm just going, what the hell has happened to this? Like, I'm just picturing wall-to-wall banging and all of a sudden we're eating food and we're drinking. And Admittedly, you have to have food and drink to keep going with the banging. Oh, yeah, so. okay. Good call. Maybe that's why I let it in. But, it is, <laughs> like, it does, it is something that uh, I suppose adds to the spice. Um, just that let's go somewhere... In the end, so our first trip to Desire, no play whatsoever. And no... Outside of each other? Yes. 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 (laughs) And and really no intent to play with anybody else. Second trip, we're a bit more... Like, the first trip, we sort of went back and then said, you know them, like, we could have, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that too. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, well, maybe we should have said that to each other. At the, it, but it wasn't really high on our priority list. It was more about just being amongst people in the right frame of mind, all that sort of stuff. So that was it was a great time. So just to stop you right there, so you're saying, because I'm sure that there are people out there listening, wondering, if you went to Desire and only played with your partner, that A, is that accepted? Or is that, do people yeah. look down on you? And is that enough? Oh, is definitely diff- Yep, I'll let you answer this one, I reckon. Um, well, for a start, most people wouldn't know what you were doing anyway. So there's, so, there's a lot of people there. So, so you, could be, you could be playing with someone different every night and most people would have no idea because there's a lot of people there. Um, there's certainly no issue with playing with your partner, in, even if you're in the public areas or, you know, where it's allowed, so in the, up in the jacuzzi area and the beds there and stuff. And... Um, and yes, it's enough. I mean, maybe it's not enough if you go there with your goal mm-hmm. is to bang someone different every night and you, for some reason, can't make that happen. Maybe that's not enough. But we didn't go there with that intention. We went there with the intention of dipping our toes in the water, seeing how it went. We, weren't, we didn't go there saying we will not play with anyone. We just went there with, well, if we don't, it'll still be a good holiday and it'll still be nice to be around people, like, like-minded people. And that was very clearly still at the phase where it was, we can bring a guy in, but there's not going to be another girl. Yes, which is difficult at Desire because it's all couples. Yeah. Right. So if you're going somewhere like hedonism, that might work better. So we were really lucky. Because hedonism allows single guys, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's a major differentiation between the two, I think. And we haven't been to hedonism so we can't really comment on it but it was one of the things that helped us to make the decision the other was that the food was reputedly better at um, design <laughs> the decision maker I love it mister I don't want any food but the food is better <laughs> yeah. if I decide I want food what he wanted was a happy wife and the food is very uh, important to right. me so that's right and I imagine as well as far as just having sex with each other you say just having sex with each other but at the same time you're in this I mean you're in a resort in Mexico for one thing you're in a sexy environment with sexy people and people are playing around you and so there's a lot of that it's like live action porn and that's it's got to be a turn on and it's got to make the sex with each other that much hotter I would imagine we haven't been so I don't know and the other thing it does is like for someone like us who were going from a country where there is none of that Mm -hmm. available to a nudist resort or a clothing optional resort to be going there and 
you know, I had some certainly had some body issues going there, and to be to be able to look around and go, there's all these different body shapes. There's some fantastic, beautiful bodies. There's some older, um, less taut bodies. There's all sorts. There's big people and small people, and and nobody, nowhere did I see anyone standing in a corner whispering and pointing. That's just not what happens. Yeah. It's accepting and it's. Um, and that's great. Yeah. yeah. We went the first night, we, well, not the first day. So when you're in, in Desire, you can tell who the new people are because you arrive and you don't have a room yet and you go and sit in the restaurant and have something to eat and you've got clothes on and it's right by the pool where nobody <laughs> has any clothes on. So you kind of go, oh, they've just got here. These people have just arrived. And we're in the pool one day and this, I would say elderly, but, you know, in their 70s, Indian couple arrived and they're fully clothed. She had a sari on, like traditionally dressed, and they were sitting in the restaurant having something to eat and we were looking and going... Do you reckon their kids got them like a voucher for Christmas as a joke and now they're here and they don't know what to expect? But within an hour or two, they were stripped off naked and in the pool and it was so fantastic That's just awesome. to see this range of people. It was really, really good. And that, you know, it's part of that evolution process of that, well, actually, yeah, I don't have a perfect body, but I can take my clothes off and be naked in public and be comfortable here. And that's... Mm-hmm. I remember we had a conversation, I think it was after we got back. So we'd spent the week in Desire and we got back and I said to Rocket, like, that was fantastic, the way you did that whole, I just don't give a rat's, Mm -hmm. I'll just take my gear off. And she said, I only did it because you didn't give a rat's and took your gear off. I said, well, I was only doing it because... Which of us started that nightmare? Like, just throw your Chicken or the egg. Chicken or the egg. Which is a... You know, that's one of those things that it is about just confidence or vanity or, you know, which one am I going to go for? Am I going to go for confidence or am I going to go for vanity and go, well, there's a blubbery bit and, you know, I'm a bit hairier than the dude over there, so vanity's going to win or am I just going to go sod it? Throw it out there. And lots of people may not like it, but the right people probably will. So. Yeah, the people that matter like it. Yes. Yeah. And if no one is going to appeal to it. Well, maybe some people do. No, no, everybody. no, I don't think so. No one appeals to everyone. No. So you just have to accept that and just go, I might be a 5%er or I might be a 95%er, but that's okay. That's the way it is and let's just take it as it comes. Yeah. yeah. So how many times have you been to Desire? Twice. And the second time, how did that go? We probably were more open to playing with a couple then. Well, we certainly yeah, were. Yeah, definitely. And... <laughs> Was it... It's, are, you say that as if uh, we certainly were, because we did. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. And, and it, we had before then. We'd met a couple at a party and um, and so we went to this party with some friends and at some friend's house and and, um, she was very keen and very interested in me and I wasn't interested in her it was just not a you know and she was quite um, aggressively pursuing that and I had been saying no 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 no, not interested in women that's not my thing that's not what we do not interested in couples met a couple at her party and really hit it off with them oh (laughs) jeez and this is a classic like we should set up a signal beforehand yeah yeah we should do that yeah so if you're interested in a guy just squeeze my hand or whatever, squeeze it twice. And we're standing talking to this couple, and I'm going, like, 
she's pretty hot. I don't know that I'd be interested in her, but him, him. sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's it doesn't matter because it's one of those things. And then I get the we double, don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that. I don't have to worry about it. And then I get the double squeeze and I just sort of stood there for a little while and then went, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you lifting up your hand and looking at it going, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm having a spasm. <laughs> and so I've just gone, oh, now I don't know what to do. Like I am, this is so far out of my league. Like, I've got this mental set of tracks and I'm running down this way and all of a sudden someone's thrown in a cross track that's... So I've given the hand squeeze go-ahead but with no prior conversation. So, so we've gone into this situation with him going, man, I'm not going there because if I go there and I end up in the shit, that's, no, that's not happening. So, yeah, I don't think I fully understood where that would place you. So, so then that took a lot more, I'm going to guess, work on your part to make things happen. Yeah, and just to say to him, it's yeah. it's okay, and it's I, all good. I was right on the point of the climb on top and, and do the deed. <laughs> and I had to, in rough terms, yes, and I had to do the turnaround and go, is, is this okay? But mouthing it, it's because it just like I was still not sure where we were please at. Please say yes, please say yes. <laughs> and so, that yeah, that really opened things up in that well, not really open things up. I was still always going, and I still am always going, like, there's a girl there and she looks like she's interested and she's super hot and maybe <laughs> I should be going there, but I'm still not quite sure where it sits with Rocket and whether I'm going to get myself Which a little Which is fair hair. because it's still, still a bit situational for me. So he was at a work thing recently and someone hit on him. Seriously, a work colleague, like a, a very, very clear signal. And I was furious when he told me because I just thought, how dare you? I was telling you? her in the process of it happening, like, oh, my God, like this yeah. girl <laughs> is like my leg somewhere where it probably shouldn't be. What, what should I be doing here right now? Because I just thought, well, she knows, she knows he's married. She doesn't know anything else. But she doesn't know that you see other people no, from time to time. No, she would have yeah. no idea. And um, thinks it's okay to try and get him back to the hotel room, and you know, and I was, I was pretty peeved. So yes, situation. <laughs> Not and I yes, he I'm being wary. He shouldn't, but just because. Right. Yeah. Right. And you don't want to cock up a good relationship, a fantastic right. relationship, by one stupid thing. No. Yeah, fair enough. No, you're yeah. absolutely right. That's funny though. <laughs> so yes, our second trip. Sorry, back to desire was um, good. We hooked up with another couple. Um, very different for us. We had a great time, and that was very late in the process of the week, and we were still having a fantastic time and learning how to flirt better, learning how to suss out between each other what the conversation should be and how you have that conversation with another couple, all those things. It's much more complex than it... It's really hard to find a good guy, it's much more complex with another couple because of those set of extra dynamics that happen. Yeah, there. every person you add adds a uh, logarithmic complication. And not only is it adding an extra person, so you're going from three people to four people, but but you two have a relationship, and so you have a dynamic. The other two have a relationship and a dynamic. So it's not like everyone is individual because that's hard enough. Yeah. But then when you add in those other dynamics between everybody, it just yeah, it gets a lot more difficult. Yeah, and I was never good at the, the, the conversation and the interactions when there might be some interest 
even as a young, you know, even as a single young teenager, I have not gotten any better at it, I don't think, as an adult. But it's, it's yeah. Which is why I made my intentions completely clear with you at Passion. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> It did. It did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Do you know, though, the, um, the interactions, and this is something that I, the passion wasn't very long ago, and we've been doing this for a long time, the interactions that you have with an individual can make such a massive difference because one young lady that we all know at passion actively invited me in to the circle and um, made a few comments and just made her intention, made her interest clear, and that just made such a massive difference to someone. Particularly, like I'm paranoid, as I said to you earlier, I'm really worried that someone will think I'm trying to hit on them, and and they're going, "Ooh, I don't think so." When maybe I'm not even doing that. I'm just trying to hold a conversation, so I have this real <laughs> worry about that. So for someone to indicate their interest was a fantastic thing. But then that goes both ways. So I should be able to do that with other people. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. Working on it. Work in pro- hashtag work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, by the way, she says hello. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say hello back. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's awesome. Um, anything else you want to... No. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Final words of wisdom? Anything that you want to... Over your on and off 10 years travels i'm assuming you would clearly you're going to be a desire this coming trip number three yeah, yeah. This, this coming but we're going to the new we're going to pearl which we haven't been to before okay so we'll see how that goes i think you'll see us there yeah yeah, yeah. that's um, our second week at that's desire. our second week because oh, yeah. our first week is riviera maya and yeah. then the second is pearl. you need to hold your stamina is all i'm gonna say like if you are totally rooted by the time you get to Pearl, we will be very disappointed. Oh, we always have energy for you two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you got to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that. That'll yes. be great. Um, so, if people want to follow you on Twitter, naughty three, as in the numeral sum, is probably the best place to All catch right. us. At naughty three, naughty three, so naughty, naughty. Yeah. Um, you can, or you can just find that they're constantly tagged in our posts. Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, awesome tags awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if you want to follow us, we are at By The By Podcast. On Facebook, we are at By The By Podcast, as well as the Instagram, uh, which we're still working with and learning. Mm-hmm. It's, Instagram is, anyway. It's not as easy as it seems. No, it's, it's, no. it's a complicated. Um, I agree with that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, website, www.bythebye.com.au, and email us. We are the atoms of love at gmail.com. A very lovely thank you to both of you two. Yes, thank now, you for joining us. To quote Aussies, let's go get rooted. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 